Hey guys, it's Alicia. And it's Claire, and we're back to get to. We're back together again. Yay. Oh my thank gosh. you, Jesus. Cue Here. music. <laughs> Indigenous to the kingdom of God, followers of Jesus. Living life led by Holy Spirit, desiring to be an altar where his fire falls. We are alternative. I'm so happy to be recording with you again, where we've all been sick and separated. We've had some really good episodes, I think, solo by ourselves individually, but I I would prefer to be sitting across from you on the TV screen. Alicia and I have been social distancing for a long time now. We're just ready to (laughs) reconnect in person. I hope y'all's social distancing is going well and you have found time to just dive into the word and been with family and you know just trying to make the best of this time yeah this is tough you guys we're actually going to talk about the coronavirus today um because it has so deeply penetrated our culture in the entire world Mm. so we just thought we would be doing injustice injustice if we didn't just mention it and talk about what god put on our hearts because this is a very trying time for us as individuals as families our country, and then, oh my gosh, the globe. <laughs> the this entire world, guys. I know we all know the this because we've been watching the news. Um, hopefully, we haven't been watching too much because we all know <laughs> what happens when we watch too much news. It's unbelievable to me how it can affect me, and I have to lay it back down to the Lord's, you know, how quickly it can affect me. So I can only imagine what it's doing to the unbeliever's heart. Yeah. Oh, right. And I think we need to pray for all of them today at the close. Um, you know, Father God, just be with them right now. But we're going to pray for them specifically when we close just because that's I can't I can't imagine. I can't imagine. So, I mean, yeah. Hebrews six nineteen says we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. And if you don't have that eternal anchor, mm-hmm. you're going to just be blown or all around. I mean, I with all the opinions that. and all of the quote, facts that are going out or, you know, even like the facts aren't even being really explained fully and there can be misconception of what they're really saying. So I just, uh, it just breaks my heart, honestly. But anyways, we want to try to bring some hope. Alicia has some things to say and I have some um, things that the Lord revealed to me too. So we hope to um, just give you encouragement today because, you know, (laughs) we love joy are filled with it so we have we bring it today yes definitely but before that i wanted to make a personal apology to all of our listeners <laughs> so claire and i claire and i talk about being real a lot on here and uh i've been my family and i have been sick for quite some time we finally have been diagnosed with um allergy induced sinus infections my husband has anyway i think i just get the butt of it but um, last week, there was a lot of tissue blowing that Claire did not <laughs> ed- edit out, and so I wanted to say I'm sorry, but we have guaranteed realness for you. So <laughs> it's always real, we right? We decided we're not going to call it unprofessional. We're going to call it guaranteed realness. <laughs> <laughs> we got the check mark, y'all. We got the blue check. But I still oh wanted gosh. to say I'm sorry because that is so gross. I thought I was turning my mic off. 
And apparently we think what happened is every time I turned my, like my handheld mic off, it <laughs> went to my speakerphone mic in my headphones. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, if I edit out all this nose blowing, we will have a zero episode. So <laughs> we're just going to apologize. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay. Oh, sorry, guys. So, oh, my gosh. Get that out well, of the way. Alicia, thank you for apologizing to everyone. You needed to do that. I did. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but I can't wait for you to share with them um, what the Lord told you about the word Corona. Yes. Okay. So Mike, when he started his news dive, my husband's a news junkie, um, and I'm not saying that is a healthy thing. Um, he. <laughs> He actually found this pastor who was talking about the word Corona, which in Spanish, I didn't know this. I don't know Spanish very well, means crown. Mm. And he had some things to say on it that I don't remember. But I took a deep dive um, into the word of God. I went back to the Bible concordance or whatever and took crown and then just started praying about all of these different scriptures on a crown. Mm -hmm. And the one that really fell upon my heart was Proverbs 1, 8 through 9. It says, listen, my child, to what your father teaches you. Don't neglect your mother's teaching. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and clothe you with honor. Mm. And I was like, holy crap. Because like around September, which some of you guys know is the Jewish New Year, we love restarting our year in September. It's a new school year for us. And so um, around that time, the Lord had really put it on my heart um, to start preparing to figure out a way to homeschool Jonathan. I haven't been called out of work yet or anything like that. Um, I, my family needs it, but I also love it and have a huge calling for teenagers, which I've talked about before, but um, that I would be the one to teach my son. And Mm. I started praying about this and it was like, Oh my gosh, we have an entire culture of families who send their kids off for Mm -hmm. the majority of their learning day to be taught by other people. So we like feed them breakfast. We send them away. We come home. Some of these families don't even have time to sit together as a family and eat dinner because yeah. they're off to another activity. They're home. They're basically at their house to sleep. Yeah. Which means we have a whole culture of people not being raised by families. And right. So really In secular this. environments. Exactly. Um, so we're either undoing the work that's been done all day, psychologically, mentally, spiritually, whatever, um, and it's hard to like reinstill that. And so since September, I've really been praying culturally for a shift mm. <laughs> to bring kids back into the homes of their parents so that parents can be mm. raising kids, not wow. culture. And so when I read that, I was like, listen, I don't believe God sent the coronavirus at all. We live in a fallen world in a sinful state. I could preach on that another day. However, I do believe that God uses all things, even the bad things, together for good for those who love him. And I just read that and I thought, this is God's time where he's going to take back this horrible thing that's happening in the world. And he's using it to put children back into the arms of their parents. Mm, That is so good. And I just praise you, Jesus. So like I... I really had a new understanding of why the Lord put that on my heart in September. I really thought it was for one thing, and who knows, it could be for 10 other things. But yeah, now I feel like my eyes have been opened to like, no, I was actually preparing your prayers so that parents are using this time wisely. Oh, wow. That's yeah. wow. That's great. 
Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, we're not saying homeschool your children. No, we're saying, no. um, we well, both send we our can. kids. We can. School. But we send our children to public <laughs> school. And I think if the Lord calls you to homeschooling, that is amazing. It is and do it. I'm just saying this and no one feels pressured, like, oh, Claire and Alicia are pressuring us into. <laughs> You're saying that going to secular schools are wrong. Um, But I just love that because it really connects to and confirms what the Lord was really saying to me just recently. It just hit me the other night and I ended up like crying and praying and being very overwhelmed by the spirit and just felt like God was saying, I'm drawing you back into intimacy with me. And I'll actually read to you what I wrote that night because I think, and Alicia thinks, and so many other people would echo this, that it's so important to write down the things the Lord tells you because you can easily forget within like a few hours. Like think about <laughs> your dreams that you have at night. If you don't write them down within a few few hours or even minutes for me minutes. sometimes, it's gone. Yeah. Right? Yep. So this is what I wrote. I believe the Lord is drawing us back into a place of intimacy with him, with our families and with our close friends. We can no longer hide in large corporate settings. Our only option is to meet him with him in small groups or just with our families that he is giving us the option for redemption during this time of forced closeness. Thank you, Jesus, for everything great starts with small and humble beginnings. Remember, Jesus started with 12. Yes. And I really feel like the Lord is doing that for us as a gift. Um, he, like Alicia said, he takes everything and works it together for good. Scripture tells us that. We have the opportunity to turn this horrible, horrendous thing into a beautiful thing for our families. Since we, right now, I think we're all stuck with just our families inside our homes. Or if you are alone, thank God for um, the Internet and social media where we can still connect like that so you're not alone. But I think this is the time where we have been forced back into a rest period to meet with him, to regain control of our families. If you have a family, you know, don't take it back from culture and society and begin, you know, diving back into the word and setting up different rhythms and patterns with our family again that the world has snatched out of our hands. Yeah. And then if we use this time properly, we will be we will be forced in a beautiful, good way back into the hands of Jesus, rather the hands of the world. Yes. And this just tore me up in the most <laughs> incredible way when I felt like I was like, yes, I got very excited. I've been telling Alicia this for a while now, just like the excitement and joy in my heart, not because of the coronavirus, not because of the realness of, you know, the, there's real terrible things happening to people. People are dying and it's terrible if they are unsaved because they're damned to hell. But honestly, if the coronavirus takes our life as a believer, we're going to heaven. So really, what did it steal from us, you know? We just entered into eternity with Christ. But I know that's hard to hear if you're not ready to hear that. But um, I think this is just the time for us to get back with the Lord and just be with him. And he's going to use this for something fierce and powerful. And it's going to set us up for something explosive when we're allowed to come out of our houses again. Yeah. You know, it should like fire in us to get out there and do stuff and actually, you know, show the world what a Christian looks like the Holy Spirit inside of you who's changing you into Christ like person. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't very eloquently said, but oh, there's just gonna be so much stuff because I'm just I just feel so much excitement over that that God is gonna redeem this and I just know something beautiful is gonna come out of this. And I think many people around the world are pl- praying for revival. Yeah. Yeah. And I think mm. too like it's gonna create such a cultural shift because it's not mm-hmm. just it's not just one community or one state or even just one country, it is 
global. So yeah. I think it's really going to have this beautiful shift culturally. I'm going to speak really towards our country because that's the country I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but of how we rest, how we communicate, mm-hmm. how we do work, how the healthcare system operates, mm-hmm. um, how people share with one another. I think it's, I think it's really doing something beautiful. And, you know, um, the last time you and I talked and we were praying, I really got this word of like a forced rest stop. Like when we take yeah. a drive, a really long drive. Yeah. So my husband and I don't live near family. So when we travel specifically to see my side of the family, we usually take a rest stop. Mm-hmm. And think about that, traveling on that journey, you're stuck in a car with the people that you love for several hours. And even though you love them, sometimes the journey gets uh, testy. <laughs> we actually travel really well together, but, um, but you get off and you take a break, you rest. Mm-hmm. And when you're on that rest stop, you get rid of junk that's inside your body. You flush <laughs> it away. You flush the bad stuff out that you don't need anymore. Mm. You refuel. Yeah. The, the the transportation that's taking you and you also give your body a break from the journey. Yeah. You actually have to take a break on the journey and the Old Testament is full of Jesus of the Lord instructing his children to rest. Claire and I talked about mm-hmm. it a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Um we're tying in Adam and Eve, you know, the first thing God's gift yeah. did was rest. Um Isn't that amazing. I love that he created them and set a rhythm for them of rest. <laughs> It wasn't, and my pastor, I want to share this. I don't know if I shared this last, I'm going to reshare it again, just because probably for years, God has been putting like a Sabbath on my heart. I've just have kind of ignored it. So I repent, Jesus, I'm so sorry. Um, But just the importance that, you know, we don't work, play rest. What God did was he created, okay, and then he made them rest, then work, and then play, I'm sure. So it's like we have so that good. so backwards. And so like Alicia's saying, this is this is a time to reset our rhythm and yeah. go back to the order that God created for us. And we know that anything that God creates, if he created it, it, it was for a purpose, you know. Yep. And our culture so tends to celebrate the, uh, the the person who's overworking. Absolutely. You know what I mean? And yeah. now. Now we can't do that. We can't celebrate those people right now because they they literally they can't. can't work. If they if they're gonna go out there, there's the potential to be putting other people at risk. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So in the Old Testament, he talks all the time about the seventh year is the year of rest. Like even mm. he even instructed farmers for seven years you till the land and then or for six years and then the seventh year. So like I'm just gonna read from Exodus yeah. Exodus 23:10. Plant and harvest your crops for six years, but let the land rest and lie fallow during the seventh year. Let the poor among you harvest any volunteer crop that may come up and leave the rest for the animals to eat. Works for six days and on the seventh day rest. He just, he is, he's constantly giving these instructions of like for six days, for six years, and then take a day to rest, take a whole year to rest. And it's almost Mm. like, it's like this journey, you know, this car ride that my family takes. We stretch as much as we can. We go as far as we can. But at some point, we have to rest yeah. and refuel. And this is a forced cultural recharge. Yeah. It's a forced cultural rest stop. And so I just, I want to read from Exodus, also from Exodus 23. Okay. 20. Um, the Lord says, see, I am sending my angel out before you to lead you safely mm-hmm. into the land I've prepared for you. 
um mm, it can it continues that. like he'll pay attention to him and obey all of his instructions and don't rebel against him for he's my representative and he bears your name but if you're careful to obey him following my instructions i will be an enemy to your enemies and i will oppose those who oppose you for my angel will go before you and bring you into the land so that you may live there and then don't worship any other gods and all this other stuff but the point is that god's word says that angels are only servants sent to those who receive salvation and so god has sent angels on your behalf to lead you to your promised land mm. you know in this time in, in the old testament you know these people were trying to get to the promised land of god well we still have promised lands we still have destinies that god needs us to walk towards and it's really important how we cherish this time of forced rest in order to get safely to our promised land mm -hmm. and we have to trust that there are all these things happening in the unseen world that our words carry weight our prayers carry weight all of these things are going to either bind or loosen things in the spirit mm -hmm. um, for us to personally generationally and culturally move towards the promised land that god has for us as far yeah. as destiny is concerned yeah yeah and I just recently shared, I love that, Alicia, it just made me think of what I shared on Instagram um, earlier this week or last week when you listened to this, that, you know, who is watching you? Yeah. You know, we're supposed to be believers. That means we believe God. We believe what he says. We believe what scripture says. And then we choose to follow him and we um, become his children. We become his royalty. You know, we belong to him and Think about the people who are watching you in this time frame. Are you actually <laughs> representing who Christ is or are you representing what the world is? And it's just something to think about as you're, you know, going throughout your day. If you're living alone, what are you posting on social media? You know, and don't fake it. You need to be real and you need, you need to process your emotions. Um, but for me, I'm founded by my children and my husband and my husband is on the same page as I am. So we are focusing on what our children are seeing. First, we're focusing on God and the goodness that he has for us in the despite what's happening in the world. Next, we're being very intentional with the way we talk, um, our attitudes, the activities that we do, and just very because this this time is going to form them and mold them. They're not going to remember everything about the coronavirus because they're little. But what they're going to remember is how they felt inside our house. Yes. When the world outside could feel crazy and, you know, we're protecting them from that because they're little. But if you have teenagers, your teenagers are going to remember. Or if you have a roommate who's unsaved or if you have a family member who's unsaved, they're going to remember how you acted in this time of chaos. And it's going to propel them into the right or wrong direction mm -hmm. because other things in our lifetime are going to happen. You know, John 16, tells us that. That in this world we will have trouble, but he has overcome all of that. He has already overcome it. So we know more things could happen. And I'm not trying to scare anybody, but this is a fallen world that we live in. Right. Um, and he's already told us that he has overcome all of that. So we have the, since we are believers, <laughs> that's what we're called, we can trust in his word and believe what he says is true. And I believe um, Alicia actually has something from Exodus that she was going to share. Exodus 15, yeah, 26, um, um, which is yeah. another encouraging word for you to believe right out of Scripture. There's so many promises, you guys. And we have all the time in the world to read our Bible yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It's awesome. Yeah, Exodus 15, 26 is a pure promise from God. I am the Lord who heals you. Boom. Exodus 23, 25. 
I will keep you healthy. Boom. I'm really into Exodus 23 right now, in case you can't tell. (laughs) Um, But I just love these two, right? Because we just need, I feel like we just need promises that we can declare over ourselves right now. Mm, Yes. We have to look to the Lord right now, especially since, you know, we don't have vaccines yet for this thing. We don't have, you know, Mm. necessarily medicines. Um, There's, there's a lot out there on things that you can be doing self care and oils and different things like that, that I've been like seeing surface around, you know? Yeah. Um, but the fact of the matter is at the end of the day, the Lord <laughs> period. So I'm speaking those yeah. promises over myself and my family. Yes. So I encourage you to do the same thing. And this one right here is one that probably many of us know, but it's such a good one to repeat over ourselves right now, which is second Timothy, Timothy one seven for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love mm. and self-discipline. And I mean, my goodness, we don't have a, you know, we don't have a spirit of fear in us. We have Holy Spirit in us. Yes. And so that means we have the power in us. We have love in us for our neighbors who might be in need. How are you going to treat your neighbor? Like, do they need toilet paper? You better go give them a <laughs> roll, you know, like help, help a sister out. Um, it's just something beautiful to remember. So for the spirit of God, the, for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love mm. and self-discipline. So I just want to just let over you right now for a minute. And um, we're just so grateful for this kind of community that we have right now, you know, podcast that can bring encouragement and thankful for the good things of social media, God redeeming the internet and technology. Alicia always says that like, God's going to redeem the internet. She's been saying <laughs> long time, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is the chance for the internet to be redeemed. <laughs> yeah, it is. I know that's silly, but it's, we're seeing the good in it. Instead yeah. of the evil. So and I just want to say a couple just a couple wrap up things. <clears throat> and Clara's hit on this already, and I'm so thankful. Single people, if you need help, you have to reach out to people, call them, FaceTime them. Mm. Um, I cannot imagine what it would be like to do this alone. I have people in my house, so we are praying for you. Um, ER and first responders, oh my mm. gosh, thank thank you so much for being out there because you do not get a rest. Um, single moms and dads, Lord Jesus, protect these people. If you know a single mom or a dad, find out how you can help them because they're probably freaked out. What if they have to go to work? What are they going to do for the, there Mm. are some daycares who are staying open. Thank you, Lord Jesus for them. Because I think some of these singles, moms and dads are probably super scared. What am I going to do if I can't work or whatever? I just think that would be such a scary situation to be in. Um, and then I also just want to say as awesome as all of this social media has been, because mm. it has been so great, I'm certain that there is a pocket of people who see some of the stuff that's out there. Like there's a lot of art stuff going around and people mm-hmm. singing and all of this stuff. And it's really easy to all of a sudden be like, oh, all of a sudden we're in competition with one another. Oh yeah. That's and I point. don't think that's an intention at all that's out there, but I know how people's minds work because I work with teenagers and it's very easy to get into this comparison mm. kind of. That's of all ages. Yeah, competitive yeah. sort of thing. And so yeah. I just want to say, like, if it starts to turn that way from you, just shut it down for a little while. Yes. Take, like, enjoy it while it's working for you. Yeah. And then remember that, like, this is not a time for competition. This is really a time for support. And yeah. that, I think, is the intention of, yes. of who's out there. So if you need to take a break from it, do it. I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to get off mm-hmm. of it for a few days. It's going to be great. I'm very excited. And then the last thing, um, Claire and I watched this awesome 
pastoral gathering? What was yeah, that? I don't even know what you would call that. It was just a group of pastors and prophets and, you know, apostles. It was just a group of men in ministry. Yeah. They got and um, created a way to serve us right now through encouragement, really. Yeah. Well, Bill Johnson was on there and he said something that really hit my spirit. God saw this generation before time mm. began yes. in this moment. And he actually put you here for a purpose during this time. And he didn't create us as victims. He created us as victors. And I know yeah. that we know that, but it's really easy in this time to go like inward and mm. um, to become a victim of this thing that has happened. Um, but God actually made you for this moment. Yes. And I love you that. have the power of the Holy Spirit within you to change the course of history right now, mm. to pray, to fast, wow. to believe, to declare, to actually push, push through, break through the spiritual warfare that's happening right yeah. now and actually call forth God's Praise providence God. and blessing and healing and just mm. you have that power. He created you for now. Like you yes. were made for this moment. Yes, yes, yes. I love that, Alicia. That hit me too when I was watching and we'll Maybe we'll share that. Actually, I did share it on our alternative in the stories, but I'll repost yeah. that for you guys to view if you haven't seen it. It'll encourage you. But that definitely hit me hard. Like, God, I mean, just think about that. Like, before time began, God knew you were going to encounter this. This moment. Yeah. He knew it. And you are here for a purpose. So begin praying. Like, this is can be one of our challenges right now. Begin praying. Like, how do you, how does God want to grow you in this season? How does he want to use you in this season? Pray that he'll open your heart and your eyes and you encounter him on new levels during this forced period of resting that he's given to you as a gift, really. He's redeeming Mm -hmm. this. And just if you feel called to fast, fast. And for those of you who are doing Lent, think about it. You've been fasting now for quite some time. Is that not interesting that it's this time period? So we've had a lot of people fasting who are participating in Lent already and just continue doing that. So I just think that's beautiful that you brought that up. Um, But I just we just want to bless you guys and encourage you guys. And we pray that you have a beautiful day today and the rest of your week and that God is um, just growing you. And he is with you always. So don't forget that he is with you always. Hallelujah. All right, Claire, do you want to do you want to get us out of here? Sure. Yeah. You finish this up. Okay. Father God, thank you so much for uh, just this time that we're going through. God, it, it can be scary and it is a real issue and a real problem and we are not discounting that and we're not discounting the deaths of loved ones that have happened, Father God, but I know that this time is going to be worked for your good, Lord, and that your church is going to come together in unique ways. They are supercharging themselves right now in their homes. They are reading their Bibles. They are praying. They are fasting. They are focusing on you. And Lord, I just repent of the times that I'm not doing that. And I ask that you draw me closer to you. And Holy Spirit, convict me when I'm wasting my time. Because this time is crucial. And this time is going to prepare us for so much beauty. And I truly believe there's going to be a revival that's happening across the globe. And that Satan's trying to thwart that plan right now through this virus um and god i just declare victory over that because it's already there and i just believe it i just believe it so father god just please be with all the people living now and just protect their homes and their families please be with all of those out there who are worried and scared please be with believers 
be especially be with the unbelievers, God, who just are in a panic. God, I pray that you send someone to um, encourage them and that your light is um, brought into their darkness during this time and that they see you, God, through other people around them who love you and know you. Father God, I just thank you for who you are. Thank you for being my God. Thank you for being um, the world's true only God. And I pray that people see that. And Lord, I pray you release miracles. I pray that you release um, salvations. Just bring people to you, God. Bring people to you, God. We just love you and just thank you for releasing your spirit. Mm. Hallelujah. Um, and God, I just... Um I just felt led to, to John 15 for us for a moment. Um, so I just want to declare your, your word. Um, you say, I am, I am the true vine. My father mm-hmm. is the gardener. He cuts off every branch that doesn't produce fruit and he prunes the branch that do bear fruit that they will produce even more. Mm-hmm. You have already been pruned for greater fruitfulness by the message I've given you remain in me and I will bring, and I will remain in you for a branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine and you cannot be fruitful apart from me. So father God, um, we just want to say that we remain in you so that you will produce fruit within us. Um, this does feel very much like a pruning time and you are rising Mm -hmm. up, um, beauty from ashes for those who are willing, um, to draw near to you. And so we just say that, um, prune us Lord, we want mm-hmm. to produce more. And so we willingly give ourselves to you during this time to for that. So that when we come out of this, there will be so much fruit that comes um, that you are able to create, you know, just to harvest souls into the kingdom of mm-hmm. heaven. Um, so we just declare that right now, Lord Jesus, and we just pray for the spiritual health um, and the physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, emotional, mental health of everyone out there in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Let this um, let this time not become a competition of, um, you know, who is doing quarantine better, but let it actually become a time of um, iron sharpening iron mm-hmm. that one person's actions at home um, would stir another one to rise up. Thank you, um, Jesus. And, and just let it produce a chain effect of of revival within the home mm-hmm. that when we mm-hmm. open up the doors and we open up the windows again, they would be dancing in the streets like David. Mm-hmm. There would be shouts of victory and people singing and playing tambourine, like praying yeah. in every neighborhood across our country and across our world. We love you so much, Lord Jesus. I can already hear the victory songs now. In Jesus' name we pray. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. Now we're covering you in prayer. And we love you. We love you. We'll talk to you soon, Alternative Nation. Hey, Alternative Nation. If you like what you're hearing and want to see our content reach more people across the world, please give us five stars and leave a comment. You can also support by sharing the podcast with your family and friends and find us on social media at Alternative 2020. And pray for us. If you'd like to bring our campfire conversations to your church, event, community, or anywhere else, send us an email at alternative2020 at gmail.com. And we want to hear from you. Yes, and share the good news of what Christ is doing in your life and others and how he's impacting the world around you. Thanks for joining us today on Alternative.